Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome back to the best of 2023 for Travel Market Life. This time we're looking at what was our brand new series, Hotel Partner, which brought together a problem solver and a hotelier to look at some of the issues that they were struggling with within their business. And now we're actually going to be looking at four of those today and I'll be indicating which one was the most popular episode out of the Hotel Partner series. Now, on the last episode, I announced some of the stats we've managed to achieve over the last 12 months. 220% more listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you with us. And that's also been played out in a number of newsletter subscribers, 300% up. So if you haven't joined our newsletter yet, please do head to travelmarket.life where you can subscribe there. If you're not so happy about providing your email, why not sign up to our LinkedIn group? over a thousand followers now so we'd love you to be there where you'll get the latest news updates articles and podcasts that we are launching we've had 52 episodes 85 guests and we're looking forward to what we've got in store for 2024 now let's find out what happened during some of those conversations for hotel partner travel market life now, sustainability is a huge topic at the moment, and at IHCF 2024, we're going to see that split off into its own separate stream. So look forward to that program. Now, I met up with Goldsmeden Hotels and Eco Hotels to talk about sustainability credentials and how to commit to sustainability and ensure you've implemented the right strategy. So starting off, I just wanted to find out really, what's an Eco Hotel? It's a really good question, and I'm pretty sure there exists a lot of different definitions in hotels calling themselves eco-hotels. Uh, for ecohotels.com, the online hotel booking site that I've been working uh, started three years ago, we connect and cooperate a lot with GSTC, Global Sustainability Tourism Council. They acknowledge and recognize a bunch of different certifications and certification bodies. And if a hotel has one of these certifications, we know the audit is done correctly, as well as uh, we can be transparent with the travelers about what specific certification it is. So for our perspective, it would be primarily the GSTC recognized, acknowledged ones. Uh, And generally speaking, we're seeing that it's hotels that incorporate environmentally friendly initiatives, uh, looking into energy efficient measures, water conservation conservation programs, waste management, but actually also now looking into more than just the environmental aspect, but also the social one and the economic one. The more we hear about the word sustainability in every matter of our lives, the more aware we become of how important it is not to just have uh, transparency, but we're actually as consumers or travelers expecting transparency. Uh, And with transparency comes verified sustainability efforts It comes with certifications when you're making a booking. Uh, And by prioritizing these eco-friendly practices, uh, community engagement, social impact, 
uh, we're seeing that it just creates the verification that a lot of hotels need. Ooh, that's quite a bit in there, isn't there, to be thinking about when it comes to sustainability. But it can be broken down into a step-by-step approach. And actually, if you listen to our hotelier's voice with Lamington Group, Angelica Klania, you'll be able to hear about the measures that they've taken and how they've been able to get their teams involved in the day-to-day focus on sustainability. But Goldsmeaden Hotels talks about how they've been able to achieve it. At Guzman Hotels, we have actually worked with sustainability since its beginning in uh, 1999. And we have always committed to providing our guests uh, with a wonderful stay with as minimal environmental impact as possible um, by also contributing to the industry's common pool of knowledge on sustainable practices in, in our daily operations. And Guzman has actually been driven by a passion for sustainability since its beginning due to our very dear founders and owners, Sandra and Mark Weinert, for whom sustainability is such a critical factor and those values are truly essential in our business. And even more today, where the competition, as Patricia mentioned, in the hotel industry and consumer behavior in general is extremely high. And this is especially in terms of uh, ecological practices and um, sustainability. Travel market life. Another pertinent issue within the industry is staff shortages, and I got to speak to Stephen Driscoll, Restaurant Operations Manager of the Berkeley, about how he handles the day-to-day challenges around filling some of the spots in the team that are missing. He works with Brigade, and that was an interesting relationship within Hotel Partner. We first look at the problem the industry is facing. Talent crisis uh, is something which is really striking today, and which is not something only for hospitality or only for healthcare, which are, which are the two uh, industries we're talking the most about. Today, there is a huge lack of attractivity when we uh, talk about hospitality. And so what we need to do is, in a way, to give back um, energy, to give back passion to these industries, to make sure that people want to do these jobs again, especially on the back-of-house uh, part of the business. The vision we have for the, uh, for the work market is really to find the, the correct balance between having your uh, own staff, uh, regular staff, full-time people, because these people, they, I mean, they're super important. They're the, the, the knowledge. They're the, really the, 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 I mean, they represent the values of your company. So that's super uh, crucial to have them. But at the same time, you need, to, um, you need to manage some flexibility. You need to manage some unexpected events. So speaking to Stephen Driscoll, we wanted to look deeper at what some of the challenges were at the Berkeley itself. Like many operators, the, the, we as a hotel are experiencing a lot of quite short lead, large inquiries for events, for lots of people obviously having sickness and things with, with the end of the pandemic. That was a particular challenge for us. Um, but I think also what we we experience, like most most other hotels and restaurants, is that you know a lot of a lot of people are interested in doing full time positions, or maybe you know they want a lot more flexibility in in what they're looking for. Um, we work very well with with regard in the as Florence just said, the the ten fifteen percent of flexibility we need of you know someone sick or. You know, we pick up a, a lot more rooms in the hotel all of a sudden, you know, to bring that extra person in to assist with breakfast service or, you know, to help with a last minute event in the kitchen, this kind of thing. Yeah. 
we use uh, put them in events. We 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 have barbacks quite often in the bar. Um, we've had baristas in in quite a few of the outlets. You know, we have chefs. We have food runners. You know, it really depends on on what's happening in 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 the, in the hotel and where the the pressure is and where we need support. But you can get pretty much any position in terms of of hotels, restaurants, bars, coffee shops from from Brigade, which is good because then you know the team the talents that come in are, are very skilled and very used to adapting themselves and working in in different places obviously they they may not just work at the Barclay they may be working in another place and then the day after they're with us so they're very quick at adapting to to the the different environments and working with the team members that we have on property travel market life now when it comes to marketing hotels and driving demand we looked at what the impact is of utilizing a CRM and having guest profiles. And thanks to the newer collection, we were able to deep dive into this about how they've been able to adopt better processes internally using the right platform. So I suppose if we're talking purely in numbers, um, we have generated over 8 million euro of room revenue directly from our email marketing on Revenate over the past 24 months. Um, now that is across our entire collection of hotels, but it still is a phenomenal number. And when you break that down per property, um, it is a massive revenue impact on the business. Um, it may not be our highest revenue generating marketing channel, but it is without doubt our top channel for for ROI. Um, you know, any everything that we put into it is aside from a monthly fee that we pay, obviously as part of our partnership with Revenate, it is entirely on us. There's no cost to it. Um, so I suppose that financially is is the commercial impact. I suppose the other major commercial impact, which some people find hard to quantify, but for us, it, it's the goldmine of data that we have untapped by our partnership with Revenate. So we now have over a million um, profiles on our, our group CRM database. So I suppose that the primary piece that we have focused on and the impact and you know our, our strategy with Revenate was to drive an elevated customer experience. So, you know, we see thousands of hotels on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok every day. You get served ads by I don't know how many brands um, off Google or whatever other search engine you prefer to use. But for us, it was really about personalization. Travel market life. Another area within hospitality that's been getting a little bit more attention this year has been around the wellness and spa asset. And I got chance to speak to Sonal Oberoi and Ellie Regan about the value that spa and wellness can bring to the leisure and hospitality market and how to set up a model utilizing technology to engage both staff and guests. I asked, why is wellness so important today? Wellness is an asset that has tangible, measurable value, and it has intangible value. Traditionally, wellness does not have this track record of stellar performance. Most hoteliers report a one to 3% of the total sales from wellness-related offerings, and they focus only in that small tangible aspect. What they don't focus on is all that intangible and indirect value a wellness asset actually provides. For example, increased ADR, increased occupancy, increased average spend per guest, you're just tapping into a more discerning client. So when the focus is shifted, instead of looking at just one to 3% of total hotel revenue, they actually see it forms part of 
good 30, 40% more in rates, increase in actual expenditure from the clients. What, what do you see as sort of the challenges that hotels really have to, to really invest in that asset and, and, and bring it to life in, in, in a way that's going to be both commercially viable, um, but also deliver that guest experience that they're looking for? Mm. Um, I think that with regards to where, um, if we start off and we look at where spa and wellness have, has actually come from as an industry and um, within the hospitality industry, um, when I started off in hospitality, spa was actually, didn't have its own GL code. You know, it was sitting within, in a P&L, it was sitting within other, along with um, uh, laundry and valet services. And across the last 20 years or so, um, it's really stepped out on its own. Um, if we look at um, challenges, I think... Um, the solid execution of a wellness project and a full conceptualization of what you're trying to achieve is so important rather than looking at what the trends or the fads are of that current time, something that's going to last, something that's going to be able to bring in that revenue um, and not lose its its touch across the way. I'm sure, Sonal, you would agree with me. Um, there's lots um, of parts of your book that, that focuses on that. We go into consistency because ultimately what we want is to set up our teams to consistently deliver truly and utterly remarkable experiences to our guests. And then once we've got plan, implement, and iterate in place, then is where the magic happens in engagement, the last E. It is all, it is that icing on the cake. It's where we go the extra mile to truly curate special moments. And that's when we get exponential in our outreach. So just imagine today, each person probably has between all the social platforms, what's say 7,000 followers some far more. I think, you know, knowledge is power. The more we know about our consumer, the more we know what our guest likes, the more we know what they don't like also. We are empowering our people to actually personalize the experience for the guests. So it's that knowledge, knowing that they have the right information at hand to actually deliver the guest the experience they're looking for. It's actually quite simple. They tell us what they want. They have the information and we can give, our team should have, be able to access that information and provide it to our guests. And that's also part of the system, making things work right from the get-go. It's not about finding extraordinary talent to do extraordinary work. Travel Market Life. Now we come to the most popular hotel partner episode of 2023, and that was how Louvre Hotels uses robotic process automation and how it's being applied to hotel technology environments to ease the administrative burden, connect system data, and ensure the better quality use of information. I was joined by Mehdi Soir, the CIO at Louvre Hotels Group, and Stephen Burke, the founder of RoboSizeMe. In this extract, Mehdi explains how Louvre Hotels is using RPA where there are non-complete APIs in place. And then Stephen goes to discuss a little bit more about how other hotels and hospitality groups are utilizing RPA to solve some of the day-to-day -day problems. For the moment, we are focusing on the hospitality part. So set up in hotel on the CRS and the PMS. Uh, we are also working with our supplier to ask them for APIs and all this integration uh, uh, that we need. But as it took, it's taking time, 
we need to have RPA for the moment to accelerate uh, this operation. But it also, even when we will have API, we will still identifying repetitive tasks that Atelier or the central team will need to do. And you can continue using RPI for that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, as you say, Stephen, you started off by really sort of listing numerous ways in which that IPA can be deployed. And I guess working across um, your, your customers there, you're seeing different ways in which they're harnessing this. Um, how and where are you seeing beyond uh, how Louvre is using it um, that other hoteliers in the industry are, are really uh, 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 harnessing um, RPA for that immediate imp uh, impact on the business? Hmm. Very good questions. So the, I would say that of all the people that I've talked with, everybody's approaching their RPA journey from a slightly different angle. So some of the hoteliers are using it for uh, dealing with um, large amounts of data updates. Some of them are using it to help migrate data from their legacy tech stack to their new tech stack. Um, those are kind of like one-time uses, but then we're also seeing people uh, that are using the RPA to work around incomplete integrations in the industry. So for example, if you have a CRS that sends 99% of the data fields or 98% of the data fields that you want to the PMS, but some key data isn't there, you can build a robot that simply goes and grabs the data for that. We're seeing robots that... Um, you can go and grab the data from the uh, revenue production systems, get the data downloaded, and then insert it into your Power BI database. That's a common use case there. Travel Market Life. Well, that rounds off our three best of 2023. Thanks ever so much for joining us this year. If you want to check out some of the most popular episodes, here's a list rundown for you. The most popular episode of 2023 is where security lies embedded in the guest journey. The most popular Hotelier's Voice Season 3, our Best Western built a direct campaign with guest profiling. The most popular hotel partner episode we just heard was Louvre Hotels using robotic process automation. And our most engaged podcast on LinkedIn was how real hotel groups use its technology for the guest journey. We are looking for guests. We want to hear your stories, any interesting initiatives and development programs or innovative developments in operations or use of technology, areas of business of innovation, anything where your teams have done a really good job. Please get in contact with me, ryan at haynesmarcoms.agency. We're also looking for sponsors to help us grow and reach an even broader audience. So if you'd like to get involved in creating some great content and building out new ideas for expanding the community of travel professionals, discover our media kit on travelmarket.life or again, just drop us an email or a LinkedIn. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. This is Travel Market Life. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.